Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How you guys doing? This is your guy, Larry, and you just tuned into Black Nurse Biblecast. So this is the portion of the podcast that we'll be getting into God's word. And today we have two um, two devotionals that we'll be reading from and one verse of the day. So the verse of the day we're going to be reading from is from Psalms chapter 23, verse 3, um, about renewing your strength. Going to be awesome. Just kind of take a look at, you know, what the verse has to say today and just kind of getting a little bit from that. Okay. And then also, um, what kind of soil are you? Um, as you can probably imagine, this is the parable about the seed, the sowing of the seed. And this is found in Mark chapter four, verse three. And then also worship is giving God the best that he is giving you. That is our um, our devotion from Oswald Chambers, um, his my utmost for his highest. How many of you guys are enjoying that? I man, I so love his devotion um, devotionals. And, you know, you can also still get it. You can order it online, either um, through Amazon or you can download download the ebook. I found out, too. So anyways, I think that that's pretty phenomenal. So. Hopefully you guys are doing well. I'm doing pretty good so far. Um, my week is start just starting up myself, and um, keep your guy in prayer. We've got to make sure that I'm I'm doing what I need to do and staying on time and task and everything else. So, anyways, got to get my day started too. So, sit back and relax and enjoy this next episode of Black Nurse Biblecast. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing today? So um, we're going to get into um, Psalms 23 today, which is uh, 23, actually um, chapter 23, verse three. And um, I'm going to read a little bit from it. It's actually the verse of the day. And um, I this is out of my um, my version Bible app. So it's, it reads as such. It says he renews my strength. He guides me along right paths bringing honor to his name and so this is part of one part of the uh, one verse of the psalms 23 which is a familiar passage um so i want to focus on uh, he renews my strength so a lot of times you know we're going through life and life is pretty tough um sometimes you know we encounter situations and so you know that's just the reality you know we're not we're, we're not vul- we're, we're always vulnerable to things that that could happen um and this verse talks about how god is faithful to us and how he he renews our strength when we're you know when you're feeling down or you're feeling you know you're not feeling as strong um a lot of times it could be you know you're just not feeling as spiritually strong even and so that's one of the things that this verse says because i I really don't feel by reading this verse that it really means like physical strength it also means like you know mentally and also spiritually as well and sometimes you know things are stressing you out or things uh really kind of get to to us um yeah i know that sometimes things get to me you know you have job you have family and um other other situations finances even you know sometimes those things you know enough of it can really you know kind of put put a toll on your mind and your heart and you know you kind of add up 
point of despair. And so God wants to let, let us know in this verse that he he will renew our strength. Um, we have to first of all, we have to lean on him. We have to trust him. We have to trust God. You know, God, is, God is the one that has the strength, you know, and one of the, one of the wonderful things is, is when you pray to, to the Lord, a lot of times we, it's almost like going to a bank. <laughs> I mean, I was saying, I, I know I, I try not to use those kind of analogies sometimes because like I said before, I don't want us to ever feel like God is like one of those, like a material type of God to where, you, you calling him and when you want when you need something there are times where yes you know you have a relationship with the lord and you do really do need something like you really need uh, you know a relief in your finances or maybe you need a, a bill paid and you're worried about it and i'm not saying that you don't pray those prayers but i guess i guess really in clarifying what i mean is not so much that we're, we're always going after him to get what we want. You know, we want we want to go after him, ultimately God, because God himself is all we need. You know, when we have the Lord in our life, we have everything, uh, all the substance, substance that he has, all the character, all the ability, all the 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 strength and the the, the joy and the peace and the love and 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 the satisfaction as far as you know what's in god is when we have him and so um in you know not to get away from this passage here but he says he renews my strength okay so he renews my strength that means that he he's going to give me more strength he's going to give you more strength if you're if you're feeling like you know you're not strong today he's going to give you more strength and the wonderful thing about it too is because god is 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 very active he says that he According to the Psalms, he guides me along right paths. And I, I like what it says. It, it's it's given a distinction in saying that he guides me along the right path. So he's never going to be a God who, who will guide you along the wrong path. You'll never have to worry about as long as you're following God and long as he's guiding you, then you'll go along a, a bad path or, you know, something happens to you. You know, you never have to worry about that. One of the other things it says is that bringing honor to his name. Do you realize, and well, I'm sure we realize this, God wants to, in other words, you're going to be a representative of the Lord. And, and because you follow him, it brings honor to his name. Okay. He's a God that number one, he, you know, his name means a lot. And because he's the creator of the universe, he's, he's the most He's all powerful. He's all knowing. He's he's well intended. You know, he's, he's well intentioned to you and to me in our lives. I honestly can tell you, and and I just I just feel so confident in my heart about this about God, is that out of every anyone in your life that you could trust, anyone in your life you could trust, you could trust God, because God doesn't have any bad motives. He doesn't have any bad intentions. You can put your total, full, 100% trust in the Lord because he wants to, he wants best for you. He's like, he wants best for me. He's not going to take us in a place that is, that is, in other words, that is not good for us, you know? And that's what I love about God. And, and that's why you can rest assured and have peace in the Lord because he's everything that, that he's about for you and for me is going to be the best. It's going to be what he wants for us and, and what his intentions are for us. It's going to be 
the best that they will ever be. So just rest assured in that this morning. Rest assured in that today that, yeah, whatever God has for you, trust me, he's going to lead you in the right direction. He's not going to lead you down a path that is going to be harmful to you. And what's so cool about it is the fact that he's going to renew your strength. So this morning, if you're feeling beat down by life circumstances, don't worry about it. Pray, pray to God and say, God, I need, I need a, a I need a, a strength boost. You know how sometimes you go to uh, Jamba Juice or, you know, I've, I've been to Jamba Juice sometimes and you want to get that, that energy boost. Well, this morning before you go to Jamba Juice <laughs> or Starbucks, uh, go to pray to God and ask God to give you that renewed energy. He had plenty of it. He never he's he's never at a loss of it. He never runs out of it. God is strength. God is powerful. And so whatever you need of God, go to him this morning or when the start of your day or even right now, even if you're just now listening to this podcast or this Bible cast, excuse me, um, go to him and say, God, I need I need a strength boost. I need. I need you. I need a, a, a extra boost of your spirit this morning. Amen. Hope you have a wonderful day today. Just keep your head up. Be positive and read the word of God and also lean on God out of everything. Lean on God. You ever have any doubts as any decisions that you are trying to do this morning or trying to decide on this morning? Lean on God. And I'm sure he's going to bless you. He's going to honor you. He's going to, and he's going to do it to honor his name as well. But trust me, you can't go wrong with leaning on God. You cannot go wrong with leaning on him. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you next time. Okay, so today's um, devotional out of Oswald's Chambers, uh, My Utmost for His Highest, is the title of the, um, of the devotion that I like to read out of. It's a classic devotion. Um, I found out you can actually um, get this as an ebook as well. So um, I was able to recently download it onto my phone. So I thought it was pretty neat um, just to be able to have a classic book um, that I can actually read on the go or have it on my phone. Or, you know, you can actually put it on your your tablet tablet device as well. So I think it's really, really good. I mean, I'm, I'm finding some usefulness out of not just, you know, my phone, but also tablet, you know, ebooks and stuff. So. Thought I just thought I mentioned it to you. Okay, so um, today's title is about worship, and this is going to be out of the book of Genesis, um, chapter 12, verses 8. He says, He moved from there to the mountain east of Bethel, and he pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Worship is giving God the best that he has given you. Be careful of what what you do with the best that you have. Whenever you get a blessing from God, give it back to him as a love gift. 
take time to meditate before God and offer the blessings back to him in a deliberate act of worship. If you hoard it for yourself, it will turn into spiritual rot or dry rot as the manna did when it was hoarded in Exodus 16 and 20. God will never allow you to keep a spiritual blessing completely for yourself. It must be given back to him so that he can make it another a blessing to others. Bethel is the symbol of fellowship with God. Ai is the symbol of the world. Abram pitched his tent between the two. The lasting value of our public service for God is measured by the depth of our of the intimacy of our private times of fellowship and oneness with him. Rushing in and out of worship is wrong every time. There is always plenty of time to worship God. Set days set apart for quiet can be a trap. Distracting from the need to have daily quiet time with God. That is why we must pitch our tents where we will always have quiet times with him. However noisy our times with the world may be, there there are not three levels of spiritual life, worship, waiting, and work. Yet some of us seem to jump like spiritual frogs from worship to waiting and from waiting to work. God's idea is that the three should go together as one. They are always together in the life of our Lord and in perfect harmony. It is a discipline that we that must be developed that will not happen overnight. Wow, what do you think about this uh, devotion? I thought it was pretty good. And some of it, honestly, for me, has been confirmation because when, um, you know, a lot of times when we worship the Lord, you know, that's a time that is set apart for, you know, like I said, to to give back to him and um, a time of 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 intimacy. You know, I always said this, like it says here is, you know, we should never be, you know, get in the habit of rushing in and out of worship. You know, we need to set aside a time that that's that's like an intimate time. I mean, think about it this way. If you had, you know, you're in a personal relationship with, say, your spouse or your significant other. And, you know, what do you think it feels like to like hurry up, rush through your intimacy part with her or him? And just because you you just want to get it over with and go to something else. That's that's not. In other words, that's really not a real sense of intimacy. And you're really cheating yourself and you're cheating your person that you're with. And that's the same way with God. You don't rush through a moment of worship or intimacy with him because that's supposed to be um, a quality, quality time. So that's why if you can't give him the best part of yourself, then, yeah, you know, there's times where, yeah, I admit, you know, we, we're rushing. We're rushing to work. We're rushing on our going here and going there. But a lot of times we should do we should take that time out to kind of give him enough time to be able to just worship and to completely give our full attention to God, you know? Um, and that's another thing that I like what this is saying. It's saying that there's three levels of spiritual. There's 
spiritual life. In other words, worship, waiting, and work. And a lot of times, believe it or not, in my opinion, like it says here, it says God's idea is that the three should should go together as one. So what is what does this mean according to this devotional? I think that it also means that throughout your day, you're you're in a mode of worship and waiting and, and waiting waiting to work. So in other words, as you're going throughout your day, maybe you may have that, that special time in the morning or whatever time you have time to get on your knees and pray, or, or maybe you're lying in bed and, and say good morning to you, to the Lord. But, you know, during that time, you know, you wake up throughout the day and you're still waiting on his, 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 his presence, his answer to you. And then not only that, but and even while you're at work or being productive, a lot of times too, God will, you know, while you're waiting, you know, he's going to give you the answer that you need. It's kind of like what we were talking, what, what I talk about in, in our, um, in our segment about, um, you know, waiting on God for the answer for something to that he wants us to do. And a lot of times, you know, giving that, that expectation, that, that expectation that you're wanting to, to waiting for that assignment or in other words, whatever God wants you to do. Another, another thing too, that I like what this devotional touched on was the fact that, you know, when God gives you something as far as like a blessing or a gift, basically, or get a blessing from God, we make sure that we give it back. In other words, the blessings of God are not are there are definitely not to be hoarded and they're not for us to just go around being puffed up and thinking that, oh, look at how God has blessed me. And then that's it. No, he blesses you in order to bless others. He blesses you in order to use you as a gift. And if you have a gift, God wants you to use it. He wants you to use it. He wants you to go out into the world and he wants you to use your gift for the for the honor of 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 him and it's not even for honor of yourself remember this the christian life and spiritual walk with the lord is never a selfish walk it's supposed to be a walk that you give you give whatever it is or you get whatever it is from god and then from that point you move on and he then you give it back you praise god for the gift you turn around and use that gift there's a um there's a story about a person the um the the uh this farmer he gave or this master i mean he gave these servants like these talents. He gave some like he gave some talents, maybe four or five talents. And then he gave went down the road from five to four, four to three to three to two. And then and then actually there was a person that had one talent and person that one one talent didn't feel like he he didn't have enough to give and he didn't have enough talent to use. So in other words, it was just this one talent. So what he did was he took that talent and he buried it. But the but when the master came back and they and everybody brought their talents back to them and found out that you know they they multiplied their talents expanded their gifts and everything else that was given to them well the one that had the one talent he didn't do anything with his gift he didn't do anything with his his abilities that that the master gave him and he asked him he said why didn't you why didn't you do what i asked you to do with this with this gift that i gave you why didn't you do why don't you expand it or invest it and made it into something else? And his answer was because of the fact that I knew that you was one being that you're a hard servant. And he turned around and told him, says, you know, I, I took the gift and I and, and I basically I didn't do nothing with it. I pretty much buried it. And he's like, you know, he, he called him foolish. 
because he, then he told the ones that had the that the the two talents he said take take the, you know take from from him the one talent so that he can use it to multiply it and do something he asked he told them he wanted him to do something even if it's one gift let that be a lesson to us because a lot of times you know what happens is god has given us each and every one of us a gift it could be the gift of 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 um uh, of of exp- uh, what do you call it exhortation uh sometimes the gift of of just blessing others um being a being a positive role model it could be that it could be a gift of laughter you know you might be able to be, be the person that makes somebody laugh you know what i mean i mean it's just i know it sounds crazy to say stuff like that but i really think that god gives gives talents and abilities to every single one of us especially those that are in the kingdom of god and so what does he do he 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 allows us he doesn't make everybody the same. In other words, he doesn't make everybody a cookie cutter Christian. In other words, he makes everybody different. You have the one person may have the ability. I knew a guy that has the ability and the and the and the gift to go into like prison ministry. He 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 was it was God used him. It, all the things that he he had dealt with in his past, and even the things that that even the examples or the situations that he was involved with in his past because he had a pretty rough life but then when the lord saved him and then next thing you know the lord placed him back into a prison ministry in other words he was able to minister to men that had been incarcerated men that had had murder sentences and been in gangs and 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 even men that have done heinous crimes you know but the lord sent him back in that is his mission field and the lord sent him back in to minister to those men and to be a light to them and so you know understand this if you have one gift if you just have one talent one ability use that to the best of your ability that's what that is that's giving it back to god in other words you're taking that gift and you're multiplying it what you're doing is you're you're using it for the kingdom of god in other words to expand his 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 presence one of the things that i say and i make it personal for me is the fact that what i'm doing right now you know, I'm doing what I'm doing right now is I'm actually, you know, using God's gift in my life in order to 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 help spread the gospel. And I enjoy doing this. I enjoy doing the podcast. So when I'm doing this podcast, I'm helping to to at least give somebody some encouragement, give you maybe you you might be one that needs encouragement. The Lord has used me and I thank God for it. Yeah, I kind of stumble with my words from time to time on this podcast, but as, but I pray and ask the Lord to just give me more ability, more just more um uh focus and desire and take notes and be more organized so that I can continue to do this podcast and also let not let things be a disruption or anything in my life so i just praise god for that i praise god for the ability and the and the and and also also using this platform because you know what we, there's so many countries that won't allow you to speak in jesus's name there's so many countries that won't allow you to to talk in in ways openly about your religion or what you believe so i just praise god for that you know so again whatever talent and ability that you have pray first first of all praise god for it you know within yourself that god is giving you this ability he's giving you this talent he's giving you this he giving you whatever it is that god is giving you god says and don't think this and that's another thing don't think of think of it as insignificant that was that was a problem with the man that had one talent he really thought 
that his gift was insignificant and it wasn't going to be worthwhile using. So he buried it. Do you know that there are people right now that are waiting on an individual like you to hear what you have to say, to touch them in a way that no one else can touch them, to, to be able to be you might just be a person that cares. You might be a person that gets a good listener. You might be somebody that 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 makes flowers. Maybe somebody that makes flowers. I mean, what I mean by making flowers, like I know people that do like these um the, these little these little artificial gifts, and they put them on the tables. They're like table settings. You know, you might be somebody like that. You might be somebody that that maybe you're a young person and you get along well with people, and you wonder why do I get along so well? I'm just a nice guy or nice a nice girl god uses those gifts those personality traits that you have that character that you have you might be one like i said that make people laugh you might be a comedian you never know but whatever it is allow god to use that gift you may be a good singer you may be a good you a, a musician you might you might be somebody that i'm telling you don't Take it for granted what you have. And remember this, to the best gift that you could do with God is to give it back to him. Allow him to use it for his glory. Allow him to multiply that gift, that one gift that you have that's so good. Don't hoard it to yourself. Allow God to expand it for the kingdom of God. Allow others to be blessed by your gift. Amen. So, hey, you know what? Phenomenal, phenomenal um, um, devotion today. I hope and pray that you got a lot out of it like I did. And, and when you get a chance, you know, go get that book. Get that book, the, um, the My Utmost for His Highest. Very good devotional. It's a classic. It's like it's been around for ages. But this guy, Oswald Chambers, man, he's so good. He, I'm going to try to read it every day. If not, you know, just just always take, always uh, try to mark where you left off at. You can also download it. If you go to Google Play Books, you go down there, you can download the ebook. And I think it's, not, it's less than 10 bucks. So go ahead and pick it up, download it on your phone or your tablet or whatever you like to use or whatever you use most of it, most of it. And also, don't forget, um, don't forget the Bible app by Version Bible app. That's a very good app, too. Has all the different versions and translations of the Bible you want. So if you're into the King James Version, New King James, uh, New Living Translation, the Expanded Version, the uh, the Message Bible, um, just all the other kind of different translations, American Standard Bible, uh, NIV, New International Version, all those all those different versions. You can actually download those different versions now through, through the Version app, um, Version version uh bible bible app very good very good it also has devotions i i utilize the devotions to do my podcast the bible cast excuse me the to do this bible cast i utilize some of those so that a lot of things that you've hear you've been hearing when we talked about a lot of stuff from like vance k jackson you know um, understanding certain things about him being our God being our father that was a phenomenal devotion it was a three day devotional there's a lot of great devotionals in that in that Bible app I encourage you if you're a person like me you're on the go a lot maybe you don't have time to, to have your Bible or whatever or if you do that's good you know keep it in your backpack or a bag or something with you but if you don't you know you got the Bible app on your phone you have the word of God right there there's no excuse now for us not to have the word of 
God. We have the word of God everywhere. And this is the reason why, too, that God in the last in its last days, God is utilizing even electronics, even in technology, even those things, even those devices. He's using he's utilizing and using those things as ways in order for us to get the word of God, in order for us to read the word of God, in order for us to pray, in order for us to get closer to the Lord. There's no excuse now. We can spread the gospel like 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 no other, like like more than more than before. So I just praise God for that. Those of you that like myself using uh, social media, using you know Facebook and, and, and Instagram and even Twitter. Use those use those 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 um things not to do foolish stuff, but to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Okay? Just encourage people. Sometimes people are scrolling through your page and they may see a Bible verse that really kind of like helps them throughout their day. Okay? Just Remember, we are in, we are in charge. If you are a child of God right now and you're listening to this Bible cast, we are in charge of planting seed. We're in charge of of giving out God's word. That's what we're in charge to do and to make disciples. If you have people in your life, they wonder why, how are you different? You're so different. You're not. You, we don't know whether you're a Christian or what's 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 going on with you. You know what? Praise God, man. Let God use you. Let him use you. Because remember, the goal is, is to plant seed and for allow the Lord to continue to, 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 to bless those people and to mature that seed into a plant and from a plant to a harvest. Remember, the harvest is still plentiful. There's still many, many people out there that need to hear that Jesus Christ saves, that Jesus Christ is the way to salvation through to God. Remember, God is still holding off time to for that people that more people can give their hearts over to the Lord. There's a there's a verse in the Bible that says that he is not being slow because of, of just be him for the sake of being slow, but he is being he's taking his time and take giving as much time so that he can allow more people to be able to give their hearts over to the kingdom of God. Remember folks, we are in the last, last, last days of this earth. And I'm not trying to scare anybody, but right now it's a time to be prayerful and vigilant and doing what we're supposed to do. Be always still be who you are. Enjoy your life. Don't, I'm not telling you to just, just like change gears. But I am saying though, is that allow yourself time to grow, to be mature to, to give your heart over to the Lord and ask the Lord each and every day to use you as a vessel, a vessel and an instrument unto, uh, unto him so that you can help bring others to the kingdom of God. Amen. So that's about all I have. I know I've been talking your ear long enough, but you know, sometimes there are days where I do get passionate about this and I just praise God for it too. So hopefully you have that same fire burning within you so that you can go ahead and share the gospel with someone else. Okay. Amen. Praise God. Have a wonderful day today. And I will talk to you later. And also stay tuned for this next up, this next, um, this broadcast. I mean, this Bible cast, excuse me. There I go again. For this episode is sponsored by Anchor. If you get a chance, use Anchor to, to start up your podcast. Go ahead and listen to this commercial, and I'll be talking to you later. So Jesus is 
a phenomenal storyteller. And so in our devotion today, uh, we're going to be talking more about uh, from the book, from the devotional um, series start. And uh, we really we're going to the first part of this devotion, we're going to go into uh, chapter Mark, chapter four. Um, and we're going to start off with verse three. So in this this um, portion of scripture is he he um, he uses to illustrate his point to people um, by telling what you call stories or parables. So parables is was stories that Jesus taught the people of his day around that time to teach a lesson. So it, the reason why there was two reasons why, first of all, he used parables that I know of that I've been that I've been taught as I was growing up. Um, with the Bible too. One is I was told that parables was Jesus's way to relate to the crowd at that time. And a lot of times I'll depend on who was in the crowd. If there was like in this case that we're going to read into about the sowing, sowing of seed, it could have been like farmers or people that, that naturally, you know, grow their own food. So he used a parable in order to connect with them so that they can understand exactly what he was talking about and how to compare that to what he's he's trying to display the point to them. And the other part of it as well is um, parables were given to where they were a mystery to those that basically they were a mystery um, to those that didn't that they weren't open to the gospel or to Jesus himself. A lot of times, you know, and, and, and this is kind of, I guess in some ways it's kind of controversial because people don't really want to believe that God will do this. But sometimes, you know, when you're, when your heart is hard and you, and you really want to resist the word of God, or you want to resist believing and trusting in what God is or who God is, or even the teachings of the Lord, or even the word of God. Sometimes God will, will, will say things or present things in a way to where you, you won't understand it. And it'll be a, just a total mystery, or even in some ways will be like, it doesn't make sense to you, or it just sounds foolish to you. And in a lot of ways, you know, if, and I'm not saying you personally, but in a lot of ways, the people, the person that is, is, is listening to this because they already have a negative attitude toward say God's word. And they're already at a point where they're, they're deciding before anything is read that they're going to reject this anyway. Then because, um, your faith is not even, it's not even open to that then it's not going to make sense to you. It's going to be closed off to you. And God is not going to force feed you his word. If you're not going to believe it, if you're, if you're already ridiculing, ridiculing God's word or ridiculing the stories of God, or if you already have a negative approach to God's word or even what, what the Bible is saying, then guess what? You you won't get any further than what what is read on the surface. You won't understand the full meaning behind it or what Jesus was even talking about. And this is one of the things that um, I noticed with Jesus and parables. There's some people that will get it and some people that won't. 
you know, some sometimes Jesus turns around to say, maybe example, his disciples, and he'll explain to them what this is, what the parable means, because he wants them to understand it. There's people like the Pharisees and Sadducees and teachers of religious law. They'll sit there and they'll listen to it. But it's like it doesn't make sense to them. They don't. It's part of it because they don't want to receive Christ and they don't want to receive Jesus as who he is. So his his parables become a mystery become in other words they can't unlock its true meaning because jesus said it on purpose in order for them to if they have to, if they want to know they have to come to him they have to ask him it's kind of like um before i even get into this there's a there's a uh, um there is a a teaching that he talks about being born again and he talked about it to a crowd of people that you know in order for you to be born again you have to be birthed by by other words not just by water but by spirit by fire so you know it was kind of funny because Nicodemus, who was a, a religious teacher at that time, came to him by night. You know, he came to him at a time that was away from other people. Everybody was, you know, he waited till Jesus was really like by himself in order to ask him this question. And I love the fact that, number one, he did seek Jesus out. Number two, though, Jesus took the time to talk to him about it in order to help him to understand what being born again means. So and I say this as an example to you that listen to the Bible cast today and just say, hey, look, you know, a lot of times there are things that sometimes you don't understand or we don't understand, maybe in the word of God even. And and those are those are challenges because sometimes, you know, we truly don't understand what God is really saying in this verse or this passage. And it is up to us to to go and seek him out, ask him to God, what do you mean by this? Really sincerely ask and really sincerely ask for the answer. Really sincerely from your heart, you know, really ask God, God, I really want to know the answer to this. I, I'm I'm kind of conflicted by this. When you're studying the, the 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 word of God, when you're studying the Bible, you're not just studying like word for word, but you're also asking God for its true meaning. And 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 remember, you know, the Holy Spirit, with which is the one that, that resides within you, he's going to open your heart and your mind to understanding this. But there's times where God really wants you to ask him. He really wants you to come to him and say, God, open my heart and my mind about this passage, because I really want I really want the answer to this and i really want to know what are you really saying in it within this passage so that's just a little tidbit this is kind of some things that i do myself because when i read god's word you know I, i'm not going to sit up here and tell you that i understand everything that god is saying but i am saying that there's there's times and there's there's points in the scriptures that sometimes you know i i don't i don't understand it like why you know why did you say that or or you know what was the real meaning as to why you said what you said? So, again, don't don't ever feel like if you don't understand something that I'm just going to go away and I'm not going to even pursue it because that's not what God wants you to do. God does not purposely hide his hide himself from you, especially if you are intentionally and you really want to know more of God. If you really want to know more of God, God will never sit there and play hide and seek from you. He'll never like, like, oh yeah, you, you, you really want to, you really want to find me out, but I'm not going to let you, you know? No, he, there's times where 
He's not going to just openly give it, give it to you. But if you ask him like, like a, like a child to a father, then, you know, as a good heavenly father, he's going to say, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what this means. Does it mean that he's going to give it to you, give it an answer to you right away or whatever? That's, that's up to God. I cannot determine this is what God's going to do at this time when you ask him. But I do know this. You will get the answer eventually. You will get the answer you need. But you have to, one, you have to sincerely ask from your heart. You have to know exactly like, God, I really want to know this answer. And two, you have to be expecting to hear from God. So to ask and never to expect the, an answer is, is like the Bible says, you ask amiss because you don't really ask with the intention on knowing and wanting the answer. So expect the answer that you get. Expect God to turn around and give you that answer that you're asking for in, in, in God's word. So let's get into this. So this is um, Mark chapter four, and we're going to go in with um, verse three of that. He talks about the he talks about the um, the word of God, which is the seed. So it says, listen, a farmer went out to sow. Wait, I'm sorry. A farmer went out to sow his seed as he scattered the seed. Some fell along the path. And the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants scorched were scorched and they were withered because they had no root. Other seed fell on thorns, which grew up and choked the plants so that they did not bear grain. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up, grew, and produced a crop, some multiplying 30, some 60, and some 100 times. Then Jesus said, whoever hear, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Amazing, right? So it says, so it is. So it's a farming story. A farmer, a farmer is planting seed. Some seeds grow, some don't, depending on the soil. Not too exciting, but Jesus gives us the key to the parable in verse 14. The farmer sows the word. In Luke 8, Jesus says, the seed is the word of God, which is Luke 8, 11. So Jesus compares God's word to a seed. Think about seeds. They're not much to look at. The fruit is much more interesting. The seed inside that, that assuming little speck has given has hidden inside of of it all the blueprints and all the, the construction to tools necessary to build an entire bush plant or tree from the from roots to branch to fruit and all out of dirt a seed is amazing you bury it and it creates life jesus tells us the word of god is a seed may not look like much but the blueprints of life is are, are are all in there. All it all it needs is good dirt. The Bible is more than a book. It's actually six six books, but much more than that. The Bible is the Word of God. In Second Timothy, it says all Scripture is God breathed. That's in Second Timothy three sixteen. That means that the Bible claims to be God's Word. So if the Word is a seed. What's the soil? 
that brings us back to the parable. Jesus explains that the soil is the one who hears the word. The soil is you and me. It's our hearts. And there are four kinds of soil, four different hearts when it comes to hearing God's word. Some hearts are, are, are as hard as solid word or solid road, excuse me. The word hits and doesn't get in. Other hearts are like rocky soil. There's little, there's a little loose dirt and the seed grows a little, but the roots can't grow deep. When trouble comes, they give up on faith. Then some hearts are like that soil with thorns and weeds, so caught up in the pleasures and worries of life. There's just no room to grow faith. But then there are some hearts that, that well, have you ever seen a field of plain old dirt turn into a garden? Amazing. So how can you make sure that your heart is the kind that grows? To find out, read Mark 4. Remember, the power is in God's word, not mine. I'm here to get you started. But my real goal is for you to open up the Bible and read it yourself. My hope for you is a healthy Bible habit. That's an essential part of following Jesus. Read the Bible daily. Plant good seeds in good dirt and grow good fruit. So in Mark 4 and 5, chapter 4 and 5, and chapter 5, and consider which kind of soil you want to be. If you have time, read the full chapters and follow Jesus as he tells more amazing stories and watch as he speaks to a huge storm and calms it down as he casts out demons, as he heals sick and even calls the dead back to life. And all of that with the power of his word. If Jesus's word can do all that, imagine, just imagine what they'll do in your life. All you need is good dirt. Amen. Pretty phenomenal right there, right? So just imagine again, just like the devotional has told us, you know, we have to we have to receive God's word. What kind of the question, though, today is like you like the devotion said. What kind of soil are we? Are we the, the kind of soil that's that's uh, like hard ground? So in other words, he compares that to you're not even receiving God's word. It doesn't take root. It doesn't even get in. In other words, it's, it's, it's given and you hear it, but you, it, it doesn't mean nothing. But then you hear, also hear of another example of 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 the word where it kind of like has rocky soil so it may it may go in and try to take root but it doesn't produce anything and then there's loose dirt it grows a little but it can't grow deep and then it's it, and the reason why it doesn't grow deep because a lot of times when trouble comes as soon as trouble comes you don't you don't remember what you've read or how you receive the word and as soon as trouble comes you just like you know what i'm saying you get buffered real easy you give up on faith then it says that then the next one the some hearts or the soil of our hearts are like you know soil with thorns and weeds so they get caught up in the pleasures and the worries of life i tend to believe that that's a lot of people 
only reason why is because and i'm not saying it's because in a negative way i know i have to admit there's been times in my life that i've i've been kind of in this in this category myself because sometimes the pleasures and the worries of life get to the point where you just there's no there's just no room to grow okay so it says but then but then there are some hearts that basically are are the good soil but sometimes though I want to really kind of get into that part though about this about that that type of soil because we cannot allow the worries the worries of life and also the pleasure even the pleasures of life so it could be both it could be you know the things that you that you caught up in enjoying life to do and then you just forget about what God is doing in your life or you can be so worried about things in life that you just like man you know you don't grow in the faith you don't grow in god's word and and that's very important for us even in our growth in 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 the lord remember like i told you before salvation is free and that is enough to you know enter you know basically introduce us into the kingdom of god but while we're living on earth there's several things that we do that that you and i as christians have to learn to do first of all we read our bible every day we pray every day and we fellowship and go to church with the, with believers, with fellow believers. Find a good Bible believing church and find a good church family to be a part of. That's very important because, you know, your brother, and your sister, whoever you meet there. What, what's important is that you guys, you know, that, that they strengthen each other. You strengthen them or you strengthen them. You know, we need one another as far as the body of Christ. So we have to get to the place in our lives where, you know, um, we're growing. We're not just stagnant. Um, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, it's like, hey, it's okay. Receive him, receive Jesus Christ as as Savior. But now we get to the point where we receive him as Lord. Now, am I saying that that the whole your whole entire life is all about growing in Christ? I'm saying that, but I'm also letting you know too that <clears throat> God wants us to be involved. He wants us to be active. He wants us to 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 share God's word. He wants us to be disciples and and to be be disciple makers so and I, and that's another that's just another um lesson that we'll get into eventually later but what's most important here is that you have god's word and god um continues to to grow you and mature you in him allow god to begin the the Holy Spirit to begin to teach you and begin to help you get to know God better in his word, get to know him in a more personal, intimate way. Listen, the, the most tragedy that ever happens to believers is that we know God based on someone else's testimony or we know God based upon our mother and father or or maybe the person that that introduced us to God. We just know him based on that or, you know, what I'm saying we, we don't really know him in a personal way and we don't experience him ourselves. That's where you really grow. And that's where, you know, you really are going to experience what it means to follow God. Most religions that are out there, and I mean world religions, they want you to follow a certain format. They want you to, you know, there's certain things they want you to do. With Christianity, when it comes to Christianity, you're on your own. You, you, 
I'm not saying you are the owner. I mean, I don't mean to say it like that, but what I mean is you pretty much you you study God's word. It's important to study God's word yourself. It's also important though to go to church and to listen to the pastor or the minister or whoever's teaching because this is what's going to happen. And th- and I know this to be true because it's it's happened to me in my life. I'll go and I'll go to church and I'll sit in church or I'll sit, you know, in the ministry and I'll listen to the pastor or that day. A lot of times I'll listen to him and a lot of what he's teaching is pretty much based um based upon based upon what he's teaching um um based upon what he's teaching is it's going to um um be confirmed by what you've already either read. I've seen this happen quite a bit in my life because during a week I'll read something or I'll read I'll read a portion of scripture or I'll study I'll study some scripture or I'll study a portion of the Bible. And as I'm studying this, God's beginning to reveal to me certain things that He's wanting me to know about the lessons of what I need to understand in the Bible itself. And just basically understanding life and He's teaching me about life through the Bible. And so what'll happen is on Sunday when I go to church, the next thing you know, the pastor or the minister, whoever's up speaking the word of God at that time, man, it's like he's he's, you know, basically confirming everything that I've read. You know, it's kind of like, wow, that's amazing, you know, or or what I've already what the Lord has already revealed to me. Sometimes that happens, you know, and sometimes it will happen. A lot of times what I do is see I read I read and I study the word of God during the week and and I do it daily and uh what I also do is I'll listen to um there's like pastors and teachers on I listen to on on the on the radio as well and a lot of times I'm getting fed like throughout the week and not only that but it's it's helping me grow spiritually because what's going on with me spiritually is I'm getting more in tune to God and I'm talking to God more. And as I talk to God more, I get closer to the Lord and I get to know him in a, in a personal way. And when I say I know him, I'm learning about his character and I'm learning about what his desires are, but I'm also learning about what he wants for me in my life and he wants me to do. He's giving me instructions. I begin to learn to how to listen to God and what God is wanting me to do for that day or how he wants me to conduct my life. There's a lot of things to this as you're walking with the Lord. And that's why I say I, I didn't when I say that you're on your own, you're really not on. You're never on your own in that sense. You're always either walking with the Lord. You're walking with the Lord daily. You are you are, you know, learning new things about God. And that's so what's so good about praying and, and praising God and, and and just filling your filling your day with the Lord itself. Listen, there's so many things I can tell you the truth. There's so many things that go on in our day to day. I mean, from the time we wake up to the time we go to bed, the life moves. I mean, this is 2019. Life moves so much, seem like it moves more faster in 2019 because we have, we look at what we have. We have the internet, 
we got we got social media going on we got cell phones we got all these electronic devices now we got you know our jobs on top of that we got our jobs our careers uh we we, we got appointments that that are set up we got our children that they got they got things to do our our spouses you know bills you know just juggling juggling certain things in our lives and stuff on top of the responsibilities that we have at our jobs and our workplaces can you imagine can you imagine if you're getting yourself caught up in so much of this stuff on a day-to-day five days man goes by quick sometimes we go into work or we start our work week and we'll say oh man you know it's only monday but you know what you know five days before you know it we're, we're we're looking at friday we're looking at the weekend and before you know it a whole month has gone by and before you know it we're at the end of the year going to start a new year again life moves so fast and a lot of times because we're so we're we're so in tune and there's so much going on and holidays and birthdays and 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 certain events that are coming up in the, during the year there's never a dull moment and so we have to we we it's imperative it's imperative brother and sister that I'm talking to and including myself it's imperative to focus on God it's imperative to keep our hearts and minds toward him because of the fact that there is so much distraction going on in our and in, in around our circles there's times where we don't we need to connect with one another if you have a brother or sister in the Lord that say for instance you guys connect or you guys can talk or you guys can like connect on a one-on-one it's so good to do that because if you don't you you need to ha- we need to have somebody to link up with because life can be distracting and fleeting and 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 before you know it you're 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 not even in the you're not even in God's will because you're you're going you're you're grinding out there so hard you you working maybe one some of you got one to two jobs which is even worse you know, because you're you're constantly go, 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 go. And um, I say this even in regards to this passage, not even getting away from this passage. That's why I, I stuck. I, I stayed on that one portion where it says about we can be like the, the, the hearts can be like the, the soil that receive the word of God. But because of the pleasures, the pleasures and worries of life can choke out the word because listen you're going to have those things but you're going to have problems and when the problems pick up is when you really need god's word and you really need his direction so what happens is is that you know you have so many things going on and you're caught up in those things whether they're pleasures or worries and then next thing you know a problem just appear boom it'll come to you unannounced it's just like it says like a say say like a thief you never can predict when the thief comes, right? The thief comes in your house. He don't announce when he's coming. That's the same thing with the problems. The problems of life, it could be a car repair. It could be an accident. It could be a health issue. It could be whatever. But the thing is, is that when it comes, it's going to come suddenly. And if you're not prepared and you're not aware, if you're not uh, aware and, and you're not uh, strengthened in God's word, it's going to come to you and, and, and it's going to choke out. You're going to lose faith about what you've learned and what you know in your heart. Always, always, always ask God about 
you know, asking him to help you to stay focused, help you to get stay grounded. The times that you the times that we don't have problems, I find are the are some of the best times to really link it or really go in hard with God and say, God, I need I I need your strength daily. I need your 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 just your covering, your guidance, uh, um, everything. And that's when you 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 devour you devour God's word like hungry like get in get into God's word and 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 just you know get yourself locked into that because we know that life is not perfect life is going to challenge us in ways that that we a lot of times unexpectedly so. You know, that's my that's my message for you today. You know, that's my word for you today. You know, make sure that we try to stay focused in God's word. And this this um devotion was really good. And we have to get ourselves just to the place where we um otherwise the parables that we read of Jesus Christ, don't let these parables be a mystery. If you don't understand something. You ask God to break it down to you and ask God to show you what it is that he's trying to tell you. What is it that he's trying to ask of you to do? OK, so um, that's that's my word for you today. And and let's let's stay focused together on this. Let's let's not lose uh, lose out on on what God is trying to tell us. Amen. So, hey. Go out today in the strength of the Lord and attack today and 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 just keep like my like uh, I was told many, many times by my father. He said, you know, wherever you go, take the Lord along with you. So that's what I share with you. Take the Lord along with you wherever you go. Hey guys, hopefully you enjoyed everything that you heard today. Um, so um, you can follow me on all my social medias. First of all, you can follow me on Instagram at Black Nerd for You. Over at Instagram, you can follow me on Facebook at Black Nerd Forty Six on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow me at Black Just Plain Black Nerd. Um, also on on the podcast, you can catch me on Spotify. You can catch me on iTunes. You can also catch me on Pocket Cast. Um, other ones like Google Play, Google, uh, Google Podcasts as well, or Podbean, um, Radio Public, Stitcher, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I think I mentioned that already. And last but not least, Anchor. You can also follow me on Anchor as well. And, um, I usually leave a link on my, my Instagram or my Facebook account sometimes. And so if you can follow me there. And then also, um, I also, you know, use the version Bible, Bible app as well. So feel free to look me up there too as well. So hopefully you enjoyed everything and, and hopefully I'm doing, doing okay for you. <laughs> but, uh, this is something I enjoy too. And myself, I enjoy, you know, um, you know, sharing and, and spreading the gospel and also, also talking about tech, tech news and video games and stuff like that so that's another thing i like to do too so either way you know stay tuned for the next episode and i'm glad that you took time to listen have a great great and wonderful day